This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online. Are you ready to start attracting your ideal audience right away? Join the five-day Lead Magnet Magic Challenge today at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash magic. Say goodbye forever to struggling with lead magnets and say hello to getting your offer seen by your ideal clients. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship and dreams become reality. I'm Paul Guyon, your Lead Machine coach, host, international best-selling author, and tech and marketing expert. I'm passionate about helping entrepreneurs, coaches, and solo entrepreneurs tackle their tech, master their message, and design their dream. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and achieve extraordinary results? Then you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into the strategies, insights, and stories of trailblazers who have overcome the obstacles of technology, marketing, and mindset and are making a huge impact on their audience and customers. So buckle up and get ready for an exhilarating ride filled with inspiration, motivation, and practical advice. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. And thanks for tuning in. In this episode, today's guest is transformational story coach and number one best-selling author, Katya Rusanen. We'll explore the secret power of your story and especially how it relates to entrepreneurs. She'll reveal insights and her expertise on why stories are crucial for entrepreneurs and how you can harness your stories for personal and professional growth. We'll discuss the different types of stories that you should consider and why many struggle to tell their stories effectively. Get ready to gain valuable insights on the benefits of storytelling and entrepreneurship and practical tips and strategies for sharing your own stories. Whether you're just starting out or already running a business, this episode will help you master your message and attract more clients through the art of storytelling. On a personal note, I first met Katya during one of Alina Vincent's events, Katya was, she coached and supported and encouraged me and the other attendees through the five-week program. And since then, we've become fast friends and support each other's communities. And I'm intrigued by her approach to storytelling and how they can transform your business and personal lives. And, you know, one thing that I noticed about Katya right away, she is so calm and encouraging and humble. It's an amazing quality to have. Katja Rusanen is number one best-selling author, transformational story coach, and spiritual counselor with master's degrees in spiritual psychology and spiritual science. 
Her pragmatic approach and her spiritual awareness help her clients get results fast. With over 10 years of coaching experience, Katya helps spiritual entrepreneurs discover the power of their transformational stories so they can accelerate their soul-aligned business growth. Welcome, Katya. It's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. It's interesting. We were just talking before the show started about how people lean in when you start to tell a story. You know, mm -hmm. one time in those words, those trigger words that, that start, start the story. But when did you first realize the power of storytelling in your own life and what transformation did it have on your personal or professional life? I think that was already in the childhood. I loved stories. And, uh -huh. you know, I was growing up in Finland. So if you wondered where this accent is from, that's <laughs> where I'm from. Yeah. I, I remember when my dad used to read me stories and sometimes he was so tired. So instead of reading, he made up stories and oh. I did not appreciate his creativity. I, I was like, okay, you're not reading correctly. I took the book, went to mom, dad is not reading correctly. Oh. I want to hear this story correctly. So that was already like, I was like, I couldn't even read. I remember this story and that's what we do. They say yeah. the stories, stories are remembered 22 times more than facts alone. So the potential when we are sharing stories is huge. And the Native Americans, the Native American Indians, they, they've been telling storytelling. Well, really the ancients really started it that's how they started to record history was they would pass along their values, their stories, their, you know, their origins and, and uh, their, their battles and their, their accomplishments and their failures. They would use stories to tell those to encourage the next generation. And they would pass those down the generations. And I think it's totally. just built in, it's built into our psyche. It yes. really is. We so are trained. We are really trained through generations to learn through stories. Uh -huh. And it is a powerful way as well to bring the teaching forward. They knew in the past that they put the teachings into stories so people could remember and move the wisdom from generations to generations. So I could I could ask you what your favorite story is. Maybe what, what was that story that you're your father didn't read correctly. Do you remember the name of that story? It was a book about three different little mice that lived in the castle. I think that was the story. Oh. <laughs> it was, I, I don't know if it was from Finland, the storybook, but I still remember the pictures in that book and the oh. characters. I used to tell, when I put my sons to bed, uh, very young, my, my oldest son, he had um, he had some breathing issues, so he was in I, uh, the NICU unit, uh, neonatal intensive care. And so I told him that story, his birth story, and uh, and he just loved it. And he still remembers that. And uh, so storytelling is uh, is definitely part of parenting as well. Mm -hmm. So what transformation did that have? And at some point, you. Uh, you started using stories in your professional life 
and you became a transformational story coach. So how did that happen? How did you get started? I was actually working in banking before I jumped into coaching. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Completely different world. I was a supervisor (laughs) in one of the world's leading business banks. But then I had this calling in my heart to help people different ways, help them to go through challenging experiences and find the Mm. silver lining from those experiences. Because that's what I went through when I was just 16 years old. I still remember that spring when I fell in love for the first time and maybe Mm. you remember also the first laugh when all of a sudden the sun is shining brighter the birds are singing sweet melodies and everything is so perfect and I felt this bubbling happiness when we were together but my love story did not end with the happily ever after it ended when I heard the news that my boyfriend had died by suicide. Oh. And that put me into very dark place because the pain that I felt was overwhelming. And the question why was like a wound that would not stop bleeding because I was like, why didn't I see this coming? Why didn't I see and help him? And I blamed myself for not... Mm being able to save him and I felt like if I would have been more if I would have been more attentive more attractive more anything this wouldn't have happened and I started carrying this guilt and blame and that took me into this dark dark place where I was really close to end my own life I was like I could not I could not continue with the suffering. But then luckily there was this spark of light in the 11th hour. And that brought me the memory of my parents, like they love and that made me turn around. So the love pulled me back and it was like, okay, I don't want to pass this pain and hurt to anyone. So I need to find a they true and that joy started my healing journey through the pain trauma and grief and luckily there was spiritual teachers who helped me on the way and they say when teachers re- when the student is ready teacher appears and that was yeah. true for me i started to find these amazing teachers who were like spark of hope spark of light for me and I started slowly <laughs> shifting the thought that I had, like I wasn't enough and it was all my fault into something more supportive. As I started to shift the perspective from life happened to me to life happened for me. And mm, that's yeah. really where I started to see then the lessons that I had learned throughout this journey. And this was just putting it to context. It took me 15 years because a long time there, I did not want to talk about it. I was thinking like trying to push away the whole chapter of my life. But we know like when we try to do that, it doesn't really work. No, no. And they just keep bouncing back like beach balls, like those memories, the pain and hurt. 
So, but I did find tools that helped me then to transform those emotions. I was able to work through them and I found deeper meaning and purpose. And when I did, I started like, okay, I want to help others who might be going through something challenging in their lives. I want to help them to find the silver lining that I found in the end. So I want to help them. And that really became my calling to help people to share their transformational stories as we all go through some sort of trauma in some point in our lives. But yeah. it is so much what we make about that story and what story we are telling ourselves that makes uh. the difference. And we can also help others if we share our transformational journey. And that can be the spark of hope for somebody else. Because I don't know about you, but when I was in that dark place, I thought I'm the only one in the world who is going through this. <laughs> I've been, been there. The only one. <laughs> Nobody else in the whole world is going through this. But then when we hear other people's stories, and more importantly, that there is a way through, that they were able to transform challenging challenging situations that's when the magic starts happening that's when we start getting that wow maybe just maybe that's possible for me too and that's when we are tapping into the power of our stories right and so it's the transformation and you many coaches who become coaches become coaches because they overcame some trauma or obstacle or they learned how to do something that that dug them out of a, a dark place yes and, totally. and they become they become coaches and, they, and that becomes and and you know maybe that's that's why they had that they experienced that was so that they could help other people because mm. i think that's why we're that's why we're here is to help others become enlightened to become uh the best versions of themselves is what they say uh very interesting i have a transformational story also uh, it's not as traumatic but um you know i almost lost my children due to a divorce and things mm. like that and, and addiction and um in 2008 i turned my back on a life that was not serving me god or my family and because i was in danger of just i was i wasn't quite rock bottom but i was in danger of losing my relationship with my children mm -hmm. and so i was able to say my children and living longer i was able to uh, to overcome my addiction and also become a healthy and more spiritual person i found my faith and uh you know my faith is much my life and my faith and my relationships are totally transformed uh, just just for that one moment to make that decision and i yes. had a good reason which was my children so i use i use that story um when people are down and they say well if you know i'm so nothing can happen you know for me and you know the whole world is against me and all those things people when they hear that you overcame something it says if he can do it, then I can do it because mm -hmm. he's he's okay. no better than I. He's no better than I. 
Yeah. So, and thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your journey as well, because I think that's the power. There is power for everybody's journey. There is, I believe everyone has a story to tell. Like I know my story is extreme. It's a life and death situation, but yeah. we we don't have to. And hopefully you haven't got, needed to go through that. But yeah. I believe everyone has a powerful story, transformational story, and it resonates with the people you are meant to help. So it's again, like, trust that there is a story in you and you can test me out. I have, this is something <laughs> I share always, like, I trust that everyone has a story. If you haven't oh, found yeah. yours yet, reach out because I can help you definitely to find no. it. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, now that we know about the transformational story, and I think we just kind of answered one of my questions was what kind of stories do we need? But before we get to that question, why do we need as entrepreneurs, why do we need those stories? It is so essential for entrepreneurs to have these stories because this gives your story gives a deeper meaning to the work that you do. There are so many coaches, there are so many experts, healers, whatever you do, but your story makes you stand out because your unique experience gives the deeper meaning for people. They get to see why you do it, not just what you do, but why you do it. That's what I call is the origin story like the reason why you started to do what you do. And that's one of the key stories. Yeah. And this brings you trust. Like people trust more because they get why you do it. It brings you credibility. They see like, okay, that person found a way through a challenge. And then right. it brings the connection from heart to heart level. Because we are, we are making a lot of decisions based on emotion. We, mm -hmm. we hire a coach because we feel connected to that person. It's not just the credits on the paper. It's more the connection, how they yeah. make us feel. And that's what we based on often decisions, who we want to work with. So your story is that bridge that connects you with your ideal clients. Aha. So we said, so there's the origin story. Mm -hmm. What other types of stories do we need? I mean, knowing, okay, we've had this transformation and we overcame, you know, um, you know, bad health let's say mm. let's say we we were over overweight and and we we discovered a way to to uh reorganize our life eat healthier whatever it is uh and so there's the origin story but what else what other what other kinds of stories do we need yeah so origin story is the the must must have yeah. and then i we, we need also everyday stories I call them everyday stories that we can share on social media. We can use them in our emails. Uh, so these are everyday events, but we just tell them as a story because you can't keep repeating the origin story all the time. It kind of right. gets boring in one point. Yeah. They are like, okay, we got it. This is we the 10th email. 
Uh, so we we need to make stories from what we are going through, like making a story that connects somehow for the work that you do. So and this is a place where a lot of my clients say, but I'm a private person. I don't want to share everything on social media. So I'm telling them like, okay, how about you find three areas in your life? And you tell stories about that. Maybe you like gardening. And like one of my clients, she's uh, helping busy business owners with relaxation. So she's sharing the work that she does in the garden. And garden is great because it's always changing. So there is always a story she can say. And then linking it into a wisdom that she can somehow um, connect with that, what's happening in her garden to how it can help these busy business owners as well. So finding these areas in your life that you would feel comfortable on sharing. And then the yeah. last one, the most very important as well is the inner story. What are we telling ourselves about our business, about getting clients, about our origin story? Because many people often want to, I did it 15 years, I was hiding my story because I felt it was a deep, dark secret that I needed to hide. So what are you telling about your core event? Are you feeling that it's okay to share it? Or are there some judgments maybe that you can work through so you get you give yourself that freedom to share your story? So there, that is another aspect I'm highly encouraging my clients to check in. What are you telling yourself about where you are now with your business, with your stories, mm. all that? So that's super important. That is probably the number one story that is holding us all back from becoming visible from taking action Mm -hmm. to putting forth the time that we need to work on our business to do all these other things that we must do you know entrepreneurs successful entrepreneurs do the things that others don't want to do yeah and working on i i don't know you know christian uh michelson Mm -hmm. i Uh, do he 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 talks about um doing the inner work Mm -hmm. and i think i think that's related to what you're talking about is yes is uh i discovered uh through um oh one of one of your contemporaries uh christian Kristen maxwell yes uh she she and i had had a, a session and i discovered that um that when i was a little boy my dad had a stroke and uh through that i i lost him Mm. Not, he was still there but he wasn't the same man yeah because because of, of what happens and uh, i'm getting emotional right now um and then i i focused on my my next door neighbor mr cedar who was a self-made man and so at that point i i decided i was going to be become a self-made man like my neighbor mm. well my dad was a fabulous doctor so why didn't i become a doctor people would ask me and uh, I never had a good answer for that. But that that story alone kept me from, uh, you know, not respecting authority and being a rebel and, you know, turning inward and mm-hmm. doing all these things that were counterproductive and were just holding me back from becoming what I could be. 
you know, and yeah. I, I never, I never knew that uh, until, until I did some inner work and I couldn't have yes. not have done that on my own. So if you have those who are listening, if you have some unknown thing that's holding you back, you should seek out Katya or mm -hmm. someone, a coach, a confident, a confidant, or someone, a counselor, someone who can help you uncover uh, what's really going on, because uh, that will unleash yeah. your, your potential. And, totally. Uh, so, so, so important. And thank you for sharing that, because this is super uh, important, because often people think, we, I just need another strategy. I need another plan. But if you have had yeah. those strategies, if you are doing the right things, but things are not taking off, then most likely it's the inner story holding you back. Because you can yeah. be doing all the right things, but if you are not energetically aligned, if there is this story holding you back, whatever you do won't work until you work through this story. Yeah, And often we wish that it would be the next program, the next strategy that we could just press that button and all of a sudden everything <laughs> would be solved. I wish it would work this way, but it is often our own limitations, what we have gone through in the past that can create this, this energetic block that is holding us back from really truly being what we can be. Yeah, and what you just said there it was is really important, I think, is a symptom of something that's holding you back, is that when you are looking for that next thing, that next magic pill, magic button, uh, that next course, that next training, that next certification, uh, you you may have you may have this blockage that's holding you back. It could be, it could be that you don't think you're qualified, mm -hmm. you know, it yeah. could be that, but I, I bet you see that a lot. I know I see that a lot and, and I've also suffered from that. I mean, I can't tell you how many courses I've taken and how many thousands of dollars I I've uh, invested in, in uh, getting somewhere. And uh, it, it just takes one little thing though, to say, Oh, that's it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it's the inner work, I think, that helps yeah. unlock that, unlock that realization. Sure. And often we don't want to go there. <laughs> That's the thing. We resist doing it. And, right. and it's easier to look for the strategies of the programs because it's more the, uh, we look things outside and it, it does take courage to, mm -hmm. okay, let me take a look. And there is this, this why there's a reason also why we don't why it's good to have help why we don't do this alone because these memories often have been challenging they might have caused fear they have been triggering for us in the past so we store those memories differently and we kind of label them do not go there so if you have <laughs> yeah. as a child touched a hot stove you most likely heard do not do it do not touch it and somehow you might have tested it out and it burnt you so what do you do you pull your hand away from the hot stove and if possible you avoid it in the future because it was painful so that was a we store that memory as a painful experience we don't want to go there 
Yeah. And that's why going through and working through challenging life experiences, you need somebody holding the light for you and guiding you through because natural reaction is to avoid going there. That's yeah. how we are trained. That's the survival part of us keeping us safe. So we are like, okay, let's not go there. Let's just store these memories into the unit. Do not never ever go there. But then that gets heavy and heavy and heavy for us to carry all those memories, all those unresolved emotions. So it is then with the support and help, you can get through them and transform them into something that supports you. Because it's, again, how you are telling these stories. Things that happened, happened. But now we are telling that same story in our head so just check in, am I telling stories that support me or that disempower me? Yeah, and you know, empowering. Sometimes we, it's okay to, to let that, that pain live and, and let it dissipate because we store yes. that in our, in our bodies and in our minds. And I think it's called feel the feeling mm -hmm. um, that I was introduced to uh, from Christian. Uh, he has a, a peace process that he he yes. goes through, uh, which is based based on that, and it's, and uh, it's not years and years of of of, uh, of therapy. It's being in a safe place and uh, having some guidance and uh, allowing that fear and that pain and and just internalizing it, knowing how it feels in your body, and you know, breathing and, and calmly let it go. Don't try to get rid of it because we sometimes we hold on to it by trying to get mm -hmm. rid of it. We're holding on to it. It's it's like yes, a magnet. We do. It's just, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And so, and, and I think that's why so many of us uh, struggle with, with those stories and with those pains. So mm -hmm. why is that? And were you going to say something before that? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just wanting to share that it is important to do this work on different levels. So yeah. how I work with clients is to take a look on four different levels. First, the mm -hmm. physical, what's happening at the physical level? Am I avoiding doing something? Am I avoiding posting or doing social media lives, for example? Yeah. And if that's the case, okay, what am I telling myself about the situation? What's the story that I'm telling myself? Maybe you in the past were told not to be seen or get out of the side. And then that's the story. Now you might tell, okay, nobody wants to hear about me or see me. And then how does that make you feel? That's where the peace process, and I know Christians work very well. Peace process yeah. is one thing to feel the feelings. Right. And then I take it one step further from there, uh, connecting what I call soul level. And uh -huh. then seeing what am I learning through these experiences? And that, when you find the lesson you are learning or learned, that's the key that helps you then to start sharing. Because this is why a lot of people don't want to share the story, the transformation, mm. because they feel like, oh, it's the poor me story. But yeah. when you find the lesson that you learned, it shifts the energy of your story. And then you are focusing on not 
that all that you went through, you are focusing on what did I learn through this experience? And when you start seeing that instead of life happened to me, when you start seeing life happened for me, that's also the time when mm. you can start sharing. Before it might be a sharing in a therapeutic environment, in a safe place, when you yeah. feel life happened to me. But when you start seeing life happen for me, that's my, like, I see that then they are ready to start sharing their story uh, openly. Right. And that's why, and so that's what you mean by soul level. Mm -hmm. I, I was curious about that. Um, it's what you learn from your experiences. Is that yeah. what, is that what you mean by that? Yes, because I believe our soul is here about learning. I believe this is a Earth school. Yeah. And we we just came here without knowing our spiritual curriculum. So we are just like, yeah. okay, what am I learning? What are the lessons in life that I'm learning here? And it's just often when we find that lesson, we tap into the gratitude, which is a very uplifting energy. And then we start seeing our life from different perspectives. So that's what I want to help my clients to do as well. And seeing your life from a different perspective can be transformational. I mean, because every Napoleon Hill said in every adversity, there is a seed of opportunity. Yes. And I, and I take that further and say, we just have to recognize it for what it is and then take action on putting that to use in our life or to transform others, others' lives. And uh, that's so true. Uh, it, the 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 lessons that we learn through life uh as a parent we want to we want to pass those lessons on and i think maybe maybe where parents fail and i'm certainly one of those uh we don't pass those on as stories we pass them on as rules mm -hmm. and, and and the rules don't they i they didn't don't. listen to the i didn't <laughs> listen to the rules i was a rebel i didn't listen to my parents until yeah. now and I be I've become my parents yeah <laughs> so. and it's the same when it comes to business owners and their clients if you are a coach and you have clients people still don't really want to know like that you are told what to do but if you share some inspiration through a story it might be better more easily received because we might still have the younger version of us within us who doesn't like rules, who doesn't like to be told. No. <laughs> so, so just keeping that in mind, stories work really well with the with conveying the message, the essence, and the lessons forward. Thank you about that. So what do you suggest as a good first step for getting ready to share your story? Perfect. I love this question. I always ask my clients to start with the end in mind. So first thing is when you're thinking your story, you need to know who is your ideal clients mm. and what's the offer that you want to make. So then you might think about the emotion that you want to have in your story because basically, yes, your story is about you, your unique situation. But it's also about your ideal clients in a universal level, which is more about the emotional level. So we are telling a story that our ideal clients can relate to. Yes, it's right. your unique situation, but emotionally they can see themselves in your story. 
Right. So you need to know your who you want to reach. Mm-hmm. And and then also have structure. Because this uh, is where a lot of people goes wrong. Because maybe you have also watched a movie when you kind of get lost on the midway. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm not really following. And what happens when we don't? We start thinking our own things and making a shopping list or whatever that is <laughs> instead of yeah. following. And then we are even more lost. And what happens if that is a potential client? They are not making a decision to coach with you because they are like, I com- I'm confused and confused mind won't say yes. If right. they're like, oh, I need to digest, I'm, I I can't say yes right now. So you want to be sure that your story has a clear beginning, middle, and end. Mm. So that is super, super simplified structure. But it is very true that in the beginning, something happens, and then the story escalates. It's kind of like a walking over the bridge, that they mm. reaches the peak, the midpoint, and where you kind of have the light bulb moment. And then you walk across the bridge and you share a takeaway or call to action in the end. Uh So that is a really simplified way to put it, but it is like the beginning, middle and end. And those need to be clear. And often we might want to put too much things into our stories. And that's when it gets complicated because we have lived a lot, a lot of things have happened and we want to put all the experiences into one story. And that's when it gets muddy easily because it's harder to write that, keep that structure going because there is so many ups and downs on the way. So Uh focusing on choose one life event. And one thing, and focus on writing the story about that event. You can tell other stories too. Don't worry. But it (laughs) is good to have that one story. Think like starting with the end in mind and knowing your audience. And so you know your audience. Then you add the emotion into your story and you have Mm -hmm. structure. So those would be the three, three main things. Okay. Great. And that answers my, my other question too, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, so have you seen other ant- entrepreneurs that you've had, you've coaching clients? Uh, could you tell us just one quick story about uh, an entrepreneur that you've worked with, with your your coaching uh, that has, has gone from this inward to this out, outward butterfly mm-hmm. sort of transformation, metamorphosis? Yes, it is often. And I had a pleasure to work with the uh, one client. Let's let's call him Mike. And uh, and he had this challenging, challenging life experiences in the past, uh, abusive home and uh, struggles with the with the parent. And there there was this message that I I don't get out of sight. I don't want to see you. And the Uh, place that he found comfort was the wardrobe. Like that was the safe place for him. And he was there as a child hiding away. And then Mm. when he wanted to do coaching, 
guess what happened? It was very challenging because it was oh, not gosh, safe yeah. to be seen, go right. and hide to be safe. And that, that was a real big struggle to share anything personal, being online, sharing posts, sharing videos was like, I part of him just wanted to go hiding back to the wardrobe, safe, being safe. And we worked mm. through that inner story, first of all, before he was able to share his story, we needed to work on that inner story. And we yeah. did that. And it was just transformational, like being able to see those experiences from different perspectives, starting to see the resilience that he had and the gifts that he had received through going through this very challenging experience, being able to cope and find the joy of living again. And through this journey, he then was able to open up wanting to help others. And that reason why he wanted to do the work started pulling him forward. And little by little, he opened up to sharing his journey with others. He started doing this Facebook lives. He started to have mm. more interaction and opening up to sharing his core event that put him on the path, wanting to help others so that others would not need to suffer the ways he had. So it's again, like that's mm -hmm. the huge yeah. transformation that is possible for us because I believe our past does not need to define our future. So we can transform our sto inner stories and then share the transformational stories with others. And we can be the heroes of our own journeys. Amazing. And so I assume Mike is, is happy and he's helping people doing overcome the same kinds of things that that he overcame or is that the kind of coaching he's doing yeah it's often it yeah. is like helping yeah. others to do it kind of i feel the calling is within us as we overcome something that also makes yeah. us expert in it because we we have lived through it often we have found tools and techniques and information how we can also support others on this journey so mm -hmm. it is uh in this case, it was a lot of healing, inner healing uh, that Mike wanted to bring into the world. And that was the work that he was doing in the world. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, thank you, Katya. Um, Katya has a gift that she'd like to get uh, in your hands. Um, it's three keys to telling personal stories that attract clients and discover the three essential elements, which I think we might have just heard. Uh, and we're going to get in more detail yes. to include in your personal stories that will attract your ideal clients, create an emotional connection and inspire them to work with you. Uh, go to uh, it's bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash story keys. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash story keys. And there you have it, the secret power of your story and how you can transform your life and your business. Katya, thank you so much. It's just an honor to have you here. Thank you so much. And I know that you've got to go really quickly. So uh, thank you again. And well, thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you remember, for having me. Yeah, of course. And remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. And until the next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show. Thank you.